Okay, these are recordings with Dr. Chetna Kripalu uh, regarding uh, the meditation uh, area of angel wing. My question uh, is regarding vibration. You've talked about that a lot, uh, and in various recordings you've talked about that. As also in the meditation groups, you've talked about vibration. So I thought maybe we could take this opportunity today to uh, uh, explore what you mean by this word vibration, because you know this has very broad meanings in physics and with musical instruments and and a lot of other areas also as well as in terms of meditation you know so when you're using the word vibration what is it that you're actually referring to and if you can please elaborate on that yeah so um we are all energy beings um as we know so it comes from energy let's start from a little bit from energy yeah, to start at the very basic with that right. yeah, so, so i think that's where we have to start so um what is energy energy is um as we know uh, everybody knows they have this you know whether i have energy i don't have energy i have low energy I have you know feeling weak because i don't have energy we kind of know that so that's what energy is at a basic level um but to go a little deeper um we are essentially energy beings because we do have and this is more of um i would say complementary medicine or energy medicine because there's a lot of um research done on this whole topic of energy or vibrational medicine and what it is is we have um 14 different uh, meridians which are the major meridians what meridian means their pathways of energy um energies in our body which govern or control uh different systems in our body mm-hmm. and apart from that we have energy uh, vortexes that means there is energy focused energy centers in our body throughout our spine and more and there's certain other circuits called radiant circuits and many more so if you look at the whole picture we are full of energy you know there's a lot of energy beings before you look at all this physical appearance of matter which is your muscles your bones your circulation you know which we have done uh, which is proof which you can actually see with your eyes mm-hmm. uh, but the energy medicine you know has been um the way they found all this out by measuring it there are meters which measure your radiation is called electromagnetic frequencies in your uh, you know which you which you um radiate or you emanate um so when this energies in our bodies create a certain vibration which is more felt then it's a feeling actually um then i would say that can be actually seen just like energy itself uh actually um um there are a few people who have um i wouldn't say few people i don't know of course a number of people but there are many people who can actually see energy also um they call it aura um which is the um uh, you know lines or um uh, of colored different colors around people um they can am- actually see even um energies uh, pathways in people mm-hmm. uh, and i know of people who can see um and uh, and and they say again you know this is when i say they say it's the energy medicine experts say that you can actually develop the um 
um, you know, the um, technique to actually see these things. Um, I haven't done that, but um, so it's not that you cannot, but it's more of, you know, a, a little bit over the normal range. So anyway, so the vibration comes from the energy. So it's a feeling. So when you say you're a higher vibration, that means it's the next level of the energy. Now, energy waxes and wanes. And how it does, it's connected to our thoughts. So every positive thoughts makes these energies, you know, uh, circulate or, um, you know, through the meridians and pathways more effectively. And you are at a higher state of feeling or this vibration. That's the simplest way to describe it. Um, and every negative thought actually does the opposite. Now, if you look at the um, level of the body, it's chemically based also. So there are certain chemicals released also, um, and which is connected to these hormones, and the hormones are connected to um, um, neurotransmitters, um, neurological system, and then even like you know the genetic modification, uh, genetic um, expression actually uh, modifying the genes. So that is the physical level, but the energetic level is the one which is connected to the vibration. So that's what my understanding is about the vibration mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so the the act of meditation or you know consciously doing meditations changes vibration mm-hmm. right so what is it that is changed i mean are we talking about a change in neurological process neurophysiology is is that what you're talking about Yes, so it's um, it's phys- like I was telling you, it's physiological, neurological, and energetic. So it's all different levels. When you say energetic, what do you mean by that? That's the energy structure. Exactly. So the energy, just like I've described all these pathways and yeah. everything. Because yeah. a lot of times when people um, have these, um, you know, let's say, let's say frustration is a, a commonest you know, form of um, emotion, um, thought causing the emotion, that leads to these energies which are supposed to, you know, um, go through a certain pathway are scattered or blocked or congested. So when that happens, even before coming to the anatomical, physiological level, Mm -hmm. we feel different things. And that is basically not feeling good in our head, not feeling good in our uh, eyes, maybe not feeling good in our chest, and not necessarily even having come to that level of, uh, you know, the heart beating fast and all that stuff, because that happen, happens at the next level. For the immediate, re- immediate whatever mm. you feel, the reaction or the response is at the energetic level. And that's why when you have a headache, mm. um, you don't, if you, look, if you do an MRI or if you do a CAT scan or if you do something, you're not going to see anything. Because the physical, structural change happens sure. over years, over years, if you're going through the same circuits. But what you feel is what we're talking at the energetic and the vibration level. So that's the, that's the experiential birth. Exactly. So if someone, let's say, is experiencing um, worry, they're worried about something, right? Something about that might, that might happen. So the experience of worry changes energy. Or could it be said that the change in energy, this energetic layer or level, is creating the experience of worry? Because, it, you know, the experience of worry is is one's own experience it, and it's uh, psychological it's also neurological uh, 
but is that experience created from the shift in energy at the energetic level, or is the energetic level shifted or changed because of the change in the psychological, neurological, physiological process? So originally when it starts off, it is because of the thought and the you know, the, whatever the uh, emotion it brings is what creates the energetic um, change. So the energetic change is actually uh, occurring due to changes at the psychological and biological level. Yes. Okay, I see. So... And that energy change is what experiences physical discomfort. So that energy, yes, so then it cycles back, back into the physical body. So when we talk about mind-body connection, you're really talking about mind-body energy connection. Correct. You know, and then, so it's the mind-body energy that are all vibrating at a, in a certain way. That's where the vibration comes from. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. So the energy and vibration go together, and when it's disrupted or congested or not flowing the way it's supposed to, okay. it is um, definitely causing these symptoms. A lot mm-hmm. of times, that's why when you see symptoms of whatever uh, is happening or the person comes with it cannot be validated with blood work it cannot be validated with imaging it cannot be uh, not validated cannot be confirmed or uh, explained by these testing because it hasn't um, it's not showing up in the uh, physiological physical anatomical state yet Mm-hmm. And this is a good thing to recognize because when you change, that's why when you change the mind-body connection, mm-hmm. you don't have to see the, um, you know, the consequence in the body. And we want to do that. That's the whole idea of prevention, where we want to change it in the energetic level, which is probably easier, to, you know, before it reaches the body. It takes more work and time mm-hmm. um, to change at the physical level and the anatomical level. So this is the whole, at least the um, attempt um, to do that. Uh-huh. So various forms of meditation, types of meditation, the regularity of meditation uh, is directly touching the energy level. Absolutely. So you're kind of using your own energy. A person is, the, you know, the meditator is using his or her own energy to meditate in such a way that changes energy itself. That, that you know, that, that changes the way energy is moving within the body. Absolutely. So it takes energy to meditate. So could you talk about that connection? Because like if I, if I decide that I'm going to meditate four times a day, because I make a decision, so I make a, make a decision, we talk about motivation, we talked about desires. Okay, I make a decision this way, I start, I make a conscious decision, okay, I'm going to sit for meditation, I'm going to do X, Y, Z, different practices. But that decision itself requires energy. That decision to meditate, to say, yeah, I want to meditate, you know, because people have lack of motivation, they have low energy at times, and because if they feel low energy, then then they feel, well, I don't have the energy to meditate. You know, so, so you, we, you, we oh. do need energy, but it doesn't take that much energy to meditate as much as we think. Okay, so can you elaborate on that? Yeah. So it is a choice. So literally, you have to make a choice, okay. because to say that I will do it, because it's going to help me or change my energy or my vibration. So I, have, so I have to believe that that's going to happen, right? Okay, and I, and I believe that because it's been time-tested, right? That that's it's being time-tested and also you come to that point, what else can I do to improve my life? Or mm-hmm. to, when I say improve, um, I guess in a way to better my life. Yes. Or can I get to a, a better state 
um, of my being uh, where I would experience something more than what I'm actually experiencing right now, which is not a good state to be in. So, so even exercise will fall into this, into this because even regular exercise, you know, based on doctor recommendation and, and approval and whatnot, all of that is also a type of meditation. Absolutely. And, and exercise is very huge to in, in, in increase your energy level. There is no doubt about it. But meditation is a little easier if I look if you look at it, depending on the tools you use, yes. um, than exercise. Exercise really needs, for example, uh, somebody has chronic fatigue syndrome. Somebody has fibromyalgia. Yes. Um, somebody has hip problems. Somebody has other joint issues they are not in a capacity to move as much as you could you know you want to create the energy to actually feel better like to create endorphins this is a good example yes so those people especially it's not like they cannot do anything they're stuck so they could still meditate so when i say meditate again the easiest thing is breathing really yes. breathing and refocus or focusing is like the heart focus we talked about mm -hmm. it is really easy to do those things and you want to do it enough number of times so you're harnessing your own energy right. to start working at different levels exactly. and that will actually heal in itself mm -hmm. these physiological mm -hmm. disabilities or handicaps you have which would bring yeah. you back into this whole um, yeah. To even at a point to take care of yourself sure. and motivate you to say, oh, I'm going to eat right. I'm going to be able to exercise. Mm -hmm. Ideally, you should be doing all that, all the, all these things sure. together. But I'm just giving you an example oh, good, yeah. of the comparison where that doesn't mean meditation is better than exercise. That's not what I'm trying to say. Or just a substitute for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm only saying that you could still still do that if you have these you know, uh, disabilities or problems mm -hmm. in your life, mm -hmm. you start with that, which might actually help you get back into a better state of health. It would get back to you a better state of mind, which will, which will, uh, you know, increase your motivation yeah. Yeah. to actually do more. Very much so, because, you know, so many people are afflicted with what we would call uh, psychological tensions, you know, worries. For a variety of different reasons, so many the specifics are all different, but most people carry tension, worry. They they, they carry some kind of distress, you know. They carry that with them, and the realization that my energy layer, my energetic structure, can be significantly modified where the blocks are removed. That's a big point that you're emphasizing, and it's, and, it's, and it and the follow-up question here is that how does one recognize the blocks? You know, so would you say or could you elaborate on how meditation itself helps in the recognition of the level of blockage? You know, removing the block is certainly what we're aiming towards. And we're using that word block, but whatever other language may be more appropriate, I don't know. So maybe you can elaborate on what I'm asking you. I don't know. Well, yes, because we don't spend enough time going inwards and observing ourselves. So the more awareness you bring to your body, you know, if there is pain somewhere, yes. then that's a block of energy. Yes. If there is um, discomfort somewhere, that's a block of energy. So that's why energy medicine is huge. And I do recommend people looking into it more, even doing like a the five-minute energy exercise by Donna Eden. Um, and she's done a lot of research on this, that it's, 
very unique and helpful at different levels. And even, for example, um, the other ways of blocked energy is when you feel scattered, when you're overwhelmed, you're in all over the place. Your energies are not integrated. That's why you feel they overwhelm. Mm-hmm. People who get dizzy because they're, um, you know, thinking of so many things at the same time. At the end of the day, you know you're tired, so you're depleted. All these are reasons because your energies pathways are not integrated or not running the way they should be. You know, when you when you use the expression integrated energy or energy pathways being integrated. You know, um, what does that mean exactly? Because, you know, we, we all have a sense that there's energy. Sometimes we feel tired or we feel really energetic. Or, you know, someone who has is experiencing euphoria experiences a lot of energy. So we all experience energy in different ways in the context of other experiences. But when, you, when you're saying that energy can be integrated... Uh, and through that integration that impacts the brain, the body, the other areas of one's life. You know, what what do you mean by integration of energy? So um Or what is integration of energy? Yeah, so energies um there are circuits in the body. Yeah. So they run they have they usually run a certain pathway. They have a certain way of you know, um, they have certain paths in our in our body, and that's why they call it as meridians. That's the main pathways. Mm-hmm. And like I said, there is different vortexes which have certain energies yeah. which Energy are running through the yeah. through the spine. Yeah. But um, if they're not doing that, and they're interrupted because of thoughts and emotions and everything, and um, they are not they're they're not doing what it's supposed to. Just like your body, if they're not functioning the way they're supposed to, the blood circulation is not supposed supposedly not working or circulating its way. Uh, people get hypertension or hypotension, meaning increased blood pressure or low blood pressure. Or if the um, every system is not working in you know properly, then it's going to cause problems. So that's the same thing in the energies. If the pathways are not because they're what integration means, the proper channels through which each energy meridian runs. If they're not doing that, they're not integrated. Right. So that's what it means. So if they're not happening, that's when you experience certain discomforts in your body. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they're not necessarily the physical body, but the energy body. Yes, yes, yes. Right, right, right. Uh, just to uh, kind of differentiate the differentiate two systems. the two systems. Yeah. So, so just as m- different medications impact the functioning of the physical body, just as let's say psychotherapy or counseling process or coaching or whatever impacts, you know, the mind and impacts relationships or can help m- mentally, meditation is directly touching energy structure or energy layer, energy body. That is even deeper than the mind. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. So it is mind is um, a, an instrument um, for whatever purpose you have, whatever action you have to perform. Yes. Um, a tool, like a correct. Tool. So you want to use it as a tool. Unfortunately, you know, mind uses us. That's yeah. what happens, and that's why we're in trouble. Um, but what with hap- what happens with meditation and breathing? Because it's a combination of both. Breathing is essentially a biggest tool. 
it is more than just respiratory system it is much much deeper than that because the breath has been connected to the energy systems on the whole so it really really integrates the whole energy system by um um you know the spinal centers which has these vortexes it allows it to run through itself mm-hmm. and the, there's different kinds of breath work which actually harnesses so much of one's energy is that's why you experience different states of energy when you do more breath work more meditation you realize that you can you have so much energy to electri- you know to illuminate a whole city which we don't know yeah. and that's how powerful we are and we don't realize that because it's always scatters because of every thought and it is not integrated so by meditation the more you integrate the more you harness it the more you see that you are actually at a different state of mind you're at a different state of being forget the mind again which is the higher so, vibration exactly that's what we call it as a higher vibration the only way to experience is to meditate more and more mm-hmm. and to use this as a tool to see how much you can harness so that also that's why when you harness so much energy already you have you don't even need food because food is for energy yeah and then the food becomes more as a um um recreation yeah. and so you really don't have to depend and i'm only talking of a really high, high states level. of vibration sure. so and they have done this even human beings nowadays there are a group of people who call themselves as breathnarians and it's real it's not that but because what they have done it's not magical it's not a miracle they have learned to by different healing techniques or ancient healing techniques where they can harness these energy already and they don't have to connect it with food so um that is how powerful we have we already have everything in us that's how human beings are so uh, energy beings more than anything else mm-hmm. you know much more than that mm-hmm. but to simplify it we call them energy beings yes yes so it, it's a, it's a good in depth uh, conversation we're having you know because it seems to me that most people do not uh see the significance of energy conservation i mean you know or energy activation you know so there's energy conservation there's energy activation there's energy coalescence or energy harmonization you know as as you're saying but but the but the absolute you know personal buying into what you're saying that we can reintegrate our energies uh it, it 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 seems to me that that is uh, uh a massive motivator for very much regular sustained practice you know because people may start the meditation practices but so this is my question you know what promotes sustained practice i mean in, in my mind it seems like that what you just described is somebody really buys into that would promote that but I, maybe you can say something more about you know the sustained nature of this So that's a difficult thing because you know that is the problem and that is the problem yeah, yeah for people most, are excited in the beginning about so many things because they cannot again because they're not in their they don't go inward enough to figure out what they really want from life or what they want and once you don't have that you're just living by you're just existing just day to day you're doing the same thing again and again you're just um going to work coming back taking care of your family doing the basic things okay you want a break you go for vacation this is all they think life is all about but if you go deeper that's when you figure out that that could be something more how can i 
is this all there is in life is there something more i can do with my life in the in you know in in the near future when you start asking questions like that is when you feel like there is a better answer and you keep the quest going and that is what leads you to sustained meditation or sustained practices it is hard otherwise yes it feels good for a few days and this is the problem with in, in anything even in nutrition and you go through mm-hmm. beginning of the year everybody is excited everybody wants to lose weight or for a reason and new resolution will last for like 2 months 3 months and people give up because there's not strong enough motivation and reason for them to look inwards and say why do i want to do this and the same thing with exercise why do i want to do this it is simple if you really look at it because it makes me feel better but we 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 kind of succumb so much to our thought patterns the old default thought patterns the old forms everything which is established because it's more familiar it may not be the com- most comfortable place to live it may not be something even you like living in but you're so used to being in that's become your familiar vibration to live in that you'd rather do that than kind of make improvement because going making improvement um means that you have to go out of this familiarity zone or just comfort zone to make a change but every time you go into outside the comfort zone your body reminds you that oh wait a minute this doesn't feel good why am i doing this and so you go back to the familiarity mode and say oh this actually feels not good but it's familiar that's mm-hmm. the p- problem with our circuits and so that's what if we want to interrupt the circuits we have to go beyond it and that's the motivation one needs to build and that has to come from within and to give each of us have to go inwards and say why do i yeah. want to do this and it's also really a personal journey it's a matter of personal experience because the more the more one exercises regularly the more one meditates regularly and 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 is really moving towards self development the personal experience is it can be a motivator in itself you know so so if progression is happening then the person will be motivated to progress further but if a person feels stagnant i guess this is a question it relates very much also to the whole energy system that that we were talking about uh or that you were talking about you know if a person feels stagnated in doing the meditation they're doing it let's say they're doing three times four times a day but they don't feel much change which could happen also they don't feel that they're making progress or it's not really you know benefiting them as much as they thought it it might what what is your uh recommendation in in such a situation so the thing is again these things take time so one patience. shouldn't exactly yeah. patience is the key for everything the thing is you may not see the change visibly yes. but there's internal change happening there is mm-hmm. a chinese story which i you know kind of reminded of which is kind of very um um pertinent in this so they had a group of monks um plant uh bamboo plants mm-hmm. and apparently the way i've never seen a bamboo plant but um apparently it's like little um seeds which go in and what it does is you you know plant them under the you know a soil um you know put the fertilizer you water them you do everything but what they what the group of monks saw that you know it took um they went and saw them every month um because they were told it's going to be slow mm-hmm. and there was nothing growing up Yes. and um of course it made them sad then they came back and looked at it 
every two months. Mm-hmm. Um, still nothing. Then they came and looked at every three months. There was still nothing growing on top. And then um, same thing happened. Six months went by, a year went by, two years went by. And um, they were very frustrated and they began asking their um, senior monk who had actually asked them to do this. And um, when they um, came to the third year, when they started little green saplings come up Mm -hmm. and they were so excited and everything but they were so upset that why it took so long they went and asked the senior monk and the senior monk told them that while you do not see anything growing up these this plant was building really big and strong roots underneath so that when this shoots when they come up they shoot really you know, big and high, they, they're they able to sustain and they're able to stand for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. So it is very important to remember that even though you don't see outdoors, you may not see it because you'll have certain measures which you compare with, like I should be this way or I should be that way. Right. But you will see that other people will see a change in you. That is another thing that they're going to see like, oh, you've actually changed. I don't know what it's about you. It's not your dress. It's nothing about you. It's not your weight. You know, it's not anything else. But there's something different about you. So that need, that also starts happening when you know that, you know, you have to be persistent. This is the key for everything. Consistency is the key for anything in your life as we know it. But the fact is that. So it is not difficult. That's the point. Awareness is the key. Again, remember, you have, that's why you have to set tools for the whole day. It is not enough if you just meditate in the morning and you forget the rest of the day. This is why we have these alerts, reminders. Every couple of hours, you have this alert or this particular chime which you have, which will remind you, breathe. Just mm-hmm. enough for you to breathe through your heart, out of your heart. You're expanding your heart to give, bring that alignment through the day. And before you go to bed, you do the same thing. In a month, in two months, in three months, there is definitely some changes you're going to see. If you have, if you are not sleeping better, you're going to sleep better. If you're not, um, you know, uh, your blood pressure was too high all the time, you're going to see a change. Right, exactly. And you have to do that. That is one part of it. The other part of it is you really want, and this is a whole new topic. Maybe we can Next do another time. recording, yeah. you know, on that. Is how do you heal from in your body and that comes with um when you meditate when you reach a certain age i mean sorry state um in the meditation you want to imagine a future what you want to build and that is actually the key to complete healing and to create an you know the power of manifestation Mm -hmm. so that is a whole different thing but that is the key so we'll pick that up next time Okay, very good. Dr. Chetan, thank you very much. It was very insightful, uh, wonderful. And uh, once again, thank you. It was good.